Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Luke Owen, DAD, and I'm joined by the hardest working person in all of sports infotainment, Denise Salcedo. How's it going, Denise? It's going pretty good. We had a fun little chat today. Because it, was a fun show. it was a fun show, wasn't it? Um, you, we talked about this briefly as well. You got up uh, just 20 minutes before the stream started. But you've had like a couple of early starts this week, right? I've had, I've had, I don't know why, but I've been up way more times this week than like earlier than I usually am than I wanted to. I, the other day I had a 6.45 a.m. interview. My <sighs> interview with Aaliyah was at 6.45 a.m. Why was it so early? Well, because you got to keep in mind they do the East Coast times. And I'm in the West Coast, so it's like either you wake up early or you get or and you get an interview or you don't wake up early and you don't get nothing. Mm-hmm. So okay. it's like, all right, what else am I like? This is my job. I gotta wake up early and get get my stuff done, you know? I did take a nap after that. <laughs> and by the time I woke up, they had sent me the file already. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, let's get the day started. But then it kind of screws me because then I end up going to sleep like a lot later. Oh, well, let's get into that main show that we talked about. That was a lot of fun. Here is the show. WWE have denied the release of Mustafa Ali. But why? Also, apparently, they're disappointed that NXT 2.0 is not working. And also, uh, there's Gunther chat to be had as well. I was honestly spoilt for choice on what to talk about on today's show, Denise. Uh, You really were. You had options. I I had options, but I am Luke Owen, D-A-D, your jam, that champion. And I am joined by Hollywood, the hardest working person in all of sports infotainment. She's a bit sleepy, guys. It's like hosting a show with Wendy Chu. It's Denise Salcedo. How are you? You know, so I do have the little like face mask and I got like a onesie. So I really should start hosting the show as Wendy (laughs) Chu too. Because, okay, so how long have we been doing the show now? We've been doing this for like over a year, right? Over a year. Over a year. year. We're going into our second year, right? This is the first time, believe it or not, Luke, that I've been late. I, I, I think that's probably true, actually. Yeah, you very are rarely late. Like, you will get here 
a minute before the stream starts, 30 seconds before the stream starts. But today was one of those days where you were like a minute and a half after the stream had started. Yes, this was a first for today. I, I did not <laughs> uh, I did not schedule the morning accordingly. And then I was looking at the clock and I had like three minutes left till the show. And I was still like trying to get ready and stuff. And I was like, look, I'm going to need like an extra minute. And I was like, I can't believe it. Like my, my, my streak is over. This is it. Like I used to always hop on right before and this time i did not make it so i'm very disappointed but although i am gonna have to open my eyes like more this time because if not oh, i'm yeah. just gonna look dead this whole time. <laughs> i'm sure you'll be absolutely fine once we get kicking into things but <laughs> I'm like gonna be look, like this the whole time i i actually didn't see your message that you'd send me saying like you're gonna be a couple i of knew you late. didn't see it you didn't see yeah. it until it was eight o'clock and i was like damn it luke I didn't. I was messaging Pete, being like, uh, "I don't know if Denise is showing up for today's show. Like, are you okay to jump on?" You know what my fear is? My fear has always been that I'm just going to oversleep, and then I'm going to wake up, and I'm going to be like, "Ah, oh, what a beautiful day." We we'll look at the clock and be like, "Oh my god, I missed the show." That's my fear. Although in over a year, it has not happened. It has not happened. And we are back together once again after a small week off while I was doing my other live show last Friday. Um, I was very, I very much enjoyed the birth of Team Panisse. Um, I, I thought it was a, a very, very fun pairing. And I, 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 just, I just thought you and Pete had a very good, you know, for, for two people who've never done a show together, very good rapport. I kind of have a good rapport with everybody, Luke. In case you haven't noticed, I'm just fabulous. No, just kidding. Oh, yeah. But um, Pete was great. Honestly, he really was. We got a really good uh, uh, podcaster's connection. Uh, and he made me play Wordle on the second stream that we do. He made me play Wordle. And I almost gave up, but I ended up getting the words. So I was very, very proud. Uh, thanks to Pete for getting me out of my non-Wordle box. Have you played it since no god no no, <laughs> no. Uh, everyone is pointing out in the comment that you do have great chemistry with everyone uh apart from adam well see adam and i are complicated that's all i can say at the moment although i do want to do another podcast with adam because we just can't see eye to eye it's like him and i were born on two different planets oh he's from Venus. wait how does it how does it go boys are from, uh, boy, yeah, men, are from men, men are from mars women are from venus i was gonna say it the other way around i was gonna say that men were from venus <laughs> That's fine. I mean, it works the same way. We're from, yeah, from different planets. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, as I said, I was uh, spoiled for choice on what to do. And I was honestly like, uh, I was really stressing out over what to do for this video. Because it, like, all, when I woke up, I was like, cool, I'm going to do the Ali thing. He was denied his WWE release. Although me and SP3 did do a show about this on Monday. I'm like, I'm going to do the Ali thing because I think there's so much to dive into. Why would WWE not release him? Right? Because I think there's, and there's so much to talk about. And then I was like, I don't know, people are still really talking about this Gunther thing. And I mean, to put my cards out on the table, I don't think it's that bad. Um, and then the third thing, just before I was about to make the stream, WrestleVotes put this tweet out being like, my WWE sources are telling me that WWE are internally unhappy uh, and disappointed with the performance of NXT 2.0 since the changes. So I, didn't really, I was like spoilt for choice on, on what to open this uh, this show with. But I thought we'd start with Mustafa Ali. Uh, you talked a little bit on the Raw review with Sean over on Fightful about your thoughts on this. But what were your immediate reactions when you heard the news that he uh, his release had, request had been denied? so when his request okay so I had a feeling his request was going to be denied like right off the bat and I think that my 
reasonings as to why I felt that way were different, though, than what after I put a little bit more thought into it. So when I first saw the news, I had a feeling this is not going to go the way that Mustafa Ali might want it to go. And the reason for that, I feel, is that like there's the whole argument that a lot of people, a lot of us expected us, a lot of us expected his release to be granted. Why? Because of all the releases that are due to budget cuts and, uh, you know, the whole thing with Tony Storm, the whole thing with Jeff Hardy. It kind of seems like an easy uh, period to get out of your contract, right? So I think a lot of us kind of thought that, hey, maybe this is going to be something really easy. Mustafa Ali is going to be let off the hook and, you know, toodaloo onto his new thing, right? And for some reason, when I read that, tweet that he posted out I had a feeling I, this is not going to be a Tony Storm situation this is not going to be a Jeff Hardy situation this is not going to be any of those situations he's going to I don't know I just had a feeling something was wasn't going to work out and when I saw the report that he essentially that his request had been denied and I was reading the Fightful Select report about how they said that uh, they see value uh, they didn't he didn't really clarify exactly like what they meant by that in terms of like I'm assuming value in him as a person but who knows, it could probably be seen a different way. But either way, when I saw that, I started to think like, okay, maybe they didn't necessarily want to release him from his contract because um, they didn't want to send a message out to the rest of the locker room that, hey, if you're unhappy, you can get out of this contract as you know, we've been seeing more, so more people do it, right? So I started to think, okay, maybe that's the reason why they don't want to do it. But then when I read the, like, when I, when I started thinking more about the value and all of this and blah, 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 then I started to think, okay, well, maybe, you know, WWE has plans for him. Like, what are those plans? They clearly haven't uh, came about just yet. We haven't seen him on television. So maybe there's, you know, maybe there's a plan there somewhere, right? And then I thought, well, maybe that's not the case either because we haven't seen anything. So then I started thinking some more and I was like, if he were, I hate to be this person, but God, I'm gonna have to be this person. If he were to go to AEW, do you not think that uh, that Tony would necessarily push him, especially because they don't really got anybody like Mustafa Ali on their roster? And so I started thinking, like, what if the value that they see is the value that somebody else might see in him? And so I started to kind of make those connections. And I'm telling you, it's like this whole process of like, OK, this is what I first thought. This is where we're going. And um Etc. So that's kind of what I'm thinking they might be seeing. But again, I could be totally and completely, you know, obviously this is just speculation. I'll be honest, I'm on the same wavelength as you. Like when I read Sean's thing about like, uh, I mean, the, the, what he said was that we were told the term value was brought up a lot in discussions between Ali and WWE, though we weren't given specifics on that or why WWE didn't grant his release. The other thing that Sean added on the Q&A podcast that he did on Fightful Select is that the... Um, it is hard for WWE to justify not releasing someone because of all the budget cut releases they've done over the last two years. That was the same line he was given when he was asking about Tony Storm. You know, Tony Storm was unhappy and she asked for her release and they granted it because, well, you know, we haven't really got a good reason to keep you here because we've just released 160 people over the last two years. So they gave that same like logic line about Ali. But apparently they do want to keep hold of him because they see value. But I think you're right. I think it's value elsewhere. 
it's the same reason we heard this this week about Finn Balor. Apparently, like Vince is not on board with Balor at all. And I Can think you imagine actually, that. I know, well, I think if you watch the product, that is clear as day is that yeah. Vince sees nothing in Finn Balor, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, and apparently one of the reasons why he is not part of the budget cut releases, even though Vince sees nothing in him, is because he might go somewhere else and beat and do better. Like if he went back to New Japan, he would do really well and he might make them some money. He might go to AEW, do really well and make them some money. So it's actually, it's more beneficial to you as a business to keep hold of something that you don't like or want or need or want to use because someone else might use it and, and make some money off the back of it. Right. It's, you know what it reminds me of? And this is so like, you know, kind of like psycho-ish to bring up, but it really does remind me of like when you, you break up with someone and you're like, I don't want to be with this person anymore, but at the same time, I don't want anybody else to have them, you know, like that kind <laughs> yeah. of mentality. That's the way, like, come on, like, that's exactly what I see. Um, So it, it really does suck. I feel bad for Mustafa Ali. Like, I really do think, you know, the guy is, you know, he's talented. He's got a great look. He's got, he's got great crossover appeal that can appeal to multiple audiences, etc. He's a good looking, but he what, what, is, what do you guys say? Good looking chap? He's chap. a good looking chap. He's a good looking chap. He's a handsome dude. He is a handsome dude, especially when he puts the Isler on. Ooh. Oh, man, he's a good looking <laughs> son of a gun. Exactly. So I'm thinking to myself, like, man, there is so much to be desired. Uh, so much that has been left on the table there. And dude, I have interviewed, and I've brought this up millions of mm -hmm. times, but I've literally interviewed like everyone and their mother, you know, Becky Lynch, Sting, Goldberg, you name it, all these people, Stephanie McMahon, you know, you all these people, right? You interviewed Nikki A.S.H. three times in, in three weeks. Four times, four times. Anyway, <laughs> three weeks. Mustafa Ali is my second most watched interview of all time. That should tell you something. Take, yeah, what, take it for whatever it is. Well, that's it. And like, you know, according to Sean, Ali has got years left on his WWE deal. That's just out. Like... I know that he is, he is 35 years old, right? Like he is prime of his career at this point, And now he is effectively stuck unless he is part. Like it was, it's interesting. Like when I was asking SP3 about this on the Monday show that we did, the bonus show that we did, he said, oh, I don't, I don't think they're going to release him. I think he'll just be part of the budget cut releases that we get following WrestleMania. But like, I don't know, like if they see value in him, does that mean that he's not even going to be part of those releases? And it's not going to be until his contract is up in a few, you know, in the years left that he's got. The other thing that we're not talking about is also what Sean had mentioned too, that they had essentially Vince McMahon and Mustafa Ali had some sort of quarrel over oh, yeah. a direction of a character or whatever the case may be. Right. And so I'm starting to think like, do you think that that is, um, you know, we don't know what was said in that argument, right? No, we, we don't. Can only no, we assume. don't. All we, all's, all's we know is that Vince, someone... all's we know that Vince pitched a character that Ali didn't want to do, and that led to a heated discussion. Okay, what if he Vince is still heated and is like, "No, I'm mad about what happened." Like, come on, think about that. Like, it's normal, right? When you're pissed off at someone, and you know, maybe a couple days later, you're still angry and you want to lash out. I don't know, but when I read that he still had. He, apparently time more time than we probably like and this ain't going up you know at the end of the year right he still had more time left on his contract i thought god that sucks so bad like i can't even imagine having to be stuck somewhere that i wasn't happy at like look have you ever like left a job because you weren't happy multiple times 
Okay, like same. I remember like one time I was like working like at this internship place that was like god awful and the people were so mean and all of this. Like I just walked out and left. I was like, this is not for me. I'm gone. I busted a hey, I'm gonna get out and leave thing. And I've been at that point where it's like I can no longer be in this place for like 10 seconds longer. I might go absolutely nuts, you know? And so like for me, when I'm reading that, I'm just thinking to myself like, man, like obviously, you know, people are at different points in their lives, you know, may not be as dramatic as the way I'm making it sound. But if you're asking for your release and you're still stuck there a couple more years, like I have a feeling and this sounds very terrible, but if they don't find, uh, you know, something for him within now and from the next rounds of releases. Like, I would not be surprised if I saw his name on there because how many times haven't you seen people ask for their release and they don't get it? And then all of a sudden, oh, they've been released during the releases. And it could be like a blessing, but at the same time, it's like, really? Y'all couldn't just give it to me before? I mean, either that or are we about to see main event Mustafa Ali run? Like a real, like, so, I mean, I've, I've brought You're this up. You're being too wishful, oh, Luke. Whoa, 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 hold, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold the phone, hold the phone, hold the phone, let me, let me, let me get my point out here, because we have seen countless examples of this over the years. We literally saw it with Cesaro last year. We literally saw it with uh, Kevin Owens at the tail end of last year. We've actually just recently seen it with Sami Zayn. We've got nothing for you. Not really doing much with you. Oh, hang on. Your contract's coming up. Oh, um, actually, do you know what? We were just about thinking about putting you in a program with Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually, we've always been planning this, Cesaro. was going to put you in this program with Roman Reigns. Oh, you've signed your contract. Back to the mid card with you. If Ali has publicly said, I am unhappy with WWE and I and then all of these reports are coming out about this character that he is not happy with and the heated arguments and then they deny his release perhaps the best way for you as a company to ease this off and maybe get some good publicity out there is to give him an albeit very short main event run just to placate him for a little bit just to keep him sweet okay now that's a beautiful thought luke and you know bless your cotton socks for that but let me tell you why I think that's not going to happen, okay? And the reason why is who did you mention? You mentioned Cesaro, Zara, you mentioned Owens. Kevin Owens, and you yep, mentioned Sami Zayn. There yep. is no way that those three guys have been treated – oh, there's no way Mustafa Ali has been treated on the level of those guys. Those guys are a tear up of the way that Mustafa Ali has been treated. He's been like – I wouldn't even consider him mid-card. I would consider him below that. Mm-hmm. And that's not, I'm not, that's not a knock. That's just the way that he's been, you know, portrayed on the roster. So to me, like, I can't see at least not within the next, you know, few months or, you know, leading up to WrestleMania, I cannot see Mustafa Ali going from like all the way down here from teaming with Mansoor and barely getting a couple of wins here and there to all of a sudden he gets this Cesaro Roman Reigns type of program. Like, I don't see it happening like that. It, I, it, it, if it were to happen, Luke, if it were to happen, it would be a longer, longer uh, thing. And I just do not have the faith that the that the effort would essentially be made to do that. I do want to preface and I want to clarify what I mean by this uh, quote unquote main event run is that it's lip service. It's not a real main event run it's not a real push it is as we call it on wrestle talk a three-week push 
you get but you get given your three week push so you as the audience think oh brilliant they're starting to use this guy ah we like this guy and now we like the company again it's lip service i don't think they will ever treat him seriously i think that unless they release him he is stuck there dave Meltzer pointed out in the observer he didn't do a single house show in 2021 not a single house show in 2021. They have got no interest in using him whatsoever. So the three-week push is fine, but not the main event, not Roman Reigns, not the, for that title. No. If they are going to give him something, it's going to be like all of a sudden on SmackDown, you see him get three wins over some random, you know, people. All of a sudden, week one, he beats Umberto. Week two, he beats Angel Garza. Week three, he beats whoever the hell is on SmackDown. I don't even remember anymore. And then, or or maybe he goes for the what for the Intercontinental Championship. That's what I was okay. about to say. Yeah, he's going to pin go. Boogs. He's going to pin Boogs, pin Nakamura, and then lose to Nakamura the week after. There you go. That's the three-week push. It ain't going to be no Roman Reigns stuff. No, I mean, no. if we ever were to happen, I'd be like, you know what? Good for them. You know, they're <laughs> making a star, but they're gonna, you got to start. You got to start at seven level or else it's, it's just not believable. And however, you know, Mustafa Ali is sort of an, uh, an advantage point here right now, considering that the SmackDown roster is so slim and there's like nobody there to, you know, work with Roman Reigns. So that would be the only the only saving grace that's it that's it but it wouldn't even be because of anything else it would just literally be because there are no other options oh absolutely 100 percent. that's why rollins is in the rumble match is because like well we've got no one else because we haven't got jeff anymore so it had to be rollins i i last thing i wanted to ask on the the ali thing before we move on do you think him putting it out publicly hurts his chances of being released like tony storm didn't do it as a public thing hers was all behind the scenes do you think that Ali putting the tweet out hurt his chances of getting released? I think it did. I think it did. Because at the end of the day, like, I don't know. Because how does it work? Okay, let's say you put out your, okay, walk me through this. How does this work? You put out your, do you put your release? Like, do you first tell the company and then post it on social media? Or do you post it on social media, then tell the company? Or, or like, what's the prog, what's the steps? Going, go, going by Ali's tweet is I have asked for my WWE release. It's not, I'm going to ask for. It is like, I've told the company, I've asked for my release, and now I've made it a public thing. Hmm. Also, by the way, like that, that backfired massively on Brody Lee. Brody Lee, like when he was Luke Harper in WWE, asked for his release publicly, and then it got denied. And then he was stuck there for a, well over a year. He was there for a year plus before he finally got released. I would do it the other way around. I would ask the company, if they denied me, then I'd be like, you know, I asked for my release from the company, but they said no. So here I am, depressed. <laughs> yeah, I would probably do that and get buried for the rest of my like five years remaining with the company. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like, I mean, how on earth like, do you find the, the strength to be able to go in there and like perform at your best if you know that you are stuck and you are being stuck for what is basically petty reasons? Well, I hope the money is good. <laughs> well, that'll I mean, no, lessen the blow I'm a little bit. I, I guarantee you it's probably decent money. Like his family are all right. And I suppose you can take solace in that. Yeah, you can take yeah solace in that. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, let's talk about NXT 2.0. Uh, so this was a WrestleVotes tweet. This came out in the last hour or so. Internally, WWE is said to be disappointed with NXT 2.0 in its first four months. Source said that they thought more fans would gravitate towards the newer stars quicker than they have. Could it be too much too fast? Either way, I don't expect any changes to the concept just yet. So... There's a few things to unpack there. Potentially more changes. NXT 3.0, perhaps. Oh, um, God. What does that well, mean? What does <laughs> well, NXT 3.0 look like? Do you know what? Someone actually asked uh, Sean that on the, the Fightful Select <laughs> Q&A thing. And he was like, oh, the show will be cancelled before it becomes 3.0. Yeah. Um, what would so... you even do? You... I can't even pass. No. I'm trying to think, what would the aesthetic even be? You go from dark colors to bright colors. What else is there? I don't know. Is there like a happy, a happy meet? Yeah, I, a happy medium, I guess, is what you go for next. So this week's edition did its third lowest number on USA uh, and a terrible number in the 18 to 49. It barely beat the lowest show that NXT has previously done on the channel. There was a huge drop among women in particular from recent weeks. Uh, as compared to last week, it was down nearly 10%. Uh, la- from year on year, it's down 11%. The median age viewer of NXT 2.0 
was 61 years old. And this whole idea of NXT 2.0 was to get in those younger viewers. Like, you know, you watch those, like the adverts that they put on Raw with like NXT 2.0. Yeah, it's like that. I'm like, man, this it screams so much of how do you do fellow kids? And it is, it, I mean, what do you make of that? I don't know. Okay, so where do we begin? God, okay. So, you know, I've been covering NXT, the NXT 2.0 since it started. Okay. And there are, there have, see, I don't want to completely bury it because there have been some good things that I've personally enjoyed from the show, right? But then there have been other things where I'm just like, oh man, like it really depends on the week. Like every week I feel something different for the NXT 2.0 product. There's a week where I'll be like, you know what? They got a good flow going. Like this is making more sense now. All right. You know, I like this on the show. I like that on the show. This is why. And then there are other weeks where I'm like, what the hell are they thinking? Why are they doing this? And then there's weeks where I'm sort of torn, where I like some stuff and I don't like other stuff. And uh, there was one week, I forgot what week it was, where I think I even enjoyed the show more than I, I think I did Raw or Smash. Down, which is kind of crazy to say, but I, I, there was one week where I felt like that. And so it, it's such an ever changing thing. But here's the thing, though, is that even if they do have good stuff on the show, nobody cares. Nobody cares because they kind of taint, they, 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 you know, drove off all those loyal fans that, you know, were so, in, you know, were invested in the, you know, original, the black and gold era of NXT. And so it's one of those things where it's like, that's it. Like, I feel like once you lost people, you lost people and people are only going to tune in if the masses are like, oh my God, NXT 2.0 is great. And the masses are not saying, oh my God, NXT 2.0 is great. Uh, you may like a couple of things, but are people going to tune in to watch a couple of things? No. You you hear people talking about Braun Breaker. Okay, great. I'm going to go and catch a clip on Twitter or on YouTube or wherever you go, and I'm going to see what's happening, or I'm going to read someone's tweet and find the results there, read an article. I don't know. You don't have to watch the program to know what is hot and what is not. Um so that's, I think, a big issue. It's like you kind of lost people there. They don't go in and they don't expect the kind of caliber of wrestling that you were getting with the black and gold era of NXT. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I completely agree with you. Like what they've essentially done is they had a hardcore audience that loved that black and gold brand. And what they effectively told that audience was like, we think that sucks. Now get on board with our new product. And what they did was like, oh, okay, well, I won't watch that. And they, and they all went away. And all that was left was is those 61-year-olds that have been watching WWE for the last 40 plus years, you know, maybe even 50 years of their lives. So they're just like, well, I've always watched WWE and I've always watched every show that they put out. So I'm just going to continue watching every show that they put out. Um, and it's it's funny when you kind of look at uh, the reviews that we do for 2.0 on this channel that Pete and Tempest do. When they first did the change for 2.0, there was like a, a spike in views. And it was mostly people going in to be like, what is this? And I do not like this. And, I, and, and I'm really angry about this. And then it's just dropped off. And it's just gradually, 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 gradually dropped off. This week, though, was the first time that we have done an NXT show. And it outdrew Raw in terms of views on this channel. And it was because people were pissed off about the Gunther thing. And because of the Gunther thing, interest spiked back up again. 
come next week when people aren't mad about Gunther anymore, right back down to where it was, right back down. It's funny because as you're mentioning this, I had the exact same thing with my NXT reviews on F4W, the exact same thing. It was like the first episode, cool, good viewers, people were interested, wanted to see. I think people are more so curious of like the direction yeah. that NXT was going. And then like you said, it gradually went down. Uh, and then it, my um, my this week's review, the Gunther one, the Gunther episode, we'll call it that. <laughs> that one did like really, like not like really good, but it did better than all the other ones that I've been doing since the first episode of NXT 2.0 coverage. And so, and then that was their, I believe it was their lowest uh, rating, right? For that yeah, week. It's the third lowest rating they've ever done. Thank you. And I'm thinking to myself, like it was legitimately just the one thing, just the Gunther thing that people wanted to talk about. People, they probably didn't, people did probably, they didn't even watch the show clearly no, oh, absolutely as the numbers not. tell you 100% no like the amount of people that were tuning into that show I would wager 60% of them didn't actually see the show maybe even 70% they were just like they heard probably the more than that if they'd have watched the show they'd have been like what the hell is this Saray thing as well they'd have had other things yeah. they wanted to say about it and I think people wanted to see like, okay, well, he's changed his, num his name to Gunther, but how did it happen? Well, let's go tune into this review and find out what this person said of how it happened, et cetera. And then there was also the whole thing with Sarai or S Sarai, excuse me. And um, like, there was that whole thing that was sort of controversial too. You know, people have had some strong opinions oh, yeah. about that. And so it was one of those things where, um, yeah, man. I mean, what, what do you do? You change everybody's name every week just to get some viewers. <laughs> <laughs> can we find any other obscure Nazi soldiers oh, that we can name There's a to? list. Are you kidding me, Luke? And you know, it's funny. Like, I don't know any Nazi names. Like, I only really know Adolf <laughs> Hitler. I don't know anybody else. Had this whole thing, like, I like had this whole thing not come out, I would have never known about no Gunther Starks. Like, I, know, I don't know right? who he is, man. I don't know about no Nazis. <laughs> Denise, People. no one did. Not a right? single soul in the wrestling fandom knew of a Gunther Stark until someone did a single Google search and they were like, did you know? And then boom, now every wrestling fan knows this guy's yeah. name. All of a sudden, everybody's got the bile down with Nazi. I think he was a <laughs> U-boat commander page. or something. <laughs> I am a historian. I know all this information. I got an A in World War II studies. Did you? Re well, that's yeah, I was really into World War Two. I was very into like the, you know, the I was very into history and war and all of that. But I, but I didn't learn about no Gunther Starks. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it, uh, uh, on, was, on the whole Gunther thing, go on, you go. But here's the nuts thing. OK, Luke, here's the thing that's nuts. And I'm sure that you can add to this. All right. So when I was, you know, little old me four or five years ago no, knows nothing of the world just a little girl trying to create a youtube channel when i created instincts culture i googled everywhere to see if it was out there i went on social media to see if somebody else had it i i had other names that i wanted to go with but people had it so i cannot fit it in my head that you don't go somewhere and check on Twitter, check on Facebook, check on iTunes podcast and find out, does somebody have this name of the project that you want to create? You have no idea how many names I've wanted to go with for certain things that all of a sudden I go and I check and they are 
take it. So it's really weird to me. Like, I, I like want to give the benefit of the doubt of like, hey, this Google search wasn't done. But I, that's my that was my train of thought, like right off the bat. OK, this Google search clearly was not done. But then I was talking about it with a friend and my friend was like, you know what, Denise, I think you're being a little naive. I think you're being a little naive and you're probably not you're giving them too much of the benefit of the doubt. And I was like, oh, no, maybe I am being naive. Maybe this was done intentionally. I don't know. I'm not there. How would I I know? I've got to imagine if you're filing a trademark for something, you have done some form of due diligence. I would I would expect that to be done. If you are if you're working in a legal department, you are doing some form of due diligence. We've got a new format coming up on No Rolls Barred, and we were just, like talking about the name for it today. Do you know what we did? We searched around to see if other people had already used those names, and some of the names that we'd picked had already been used. So we've gone with something else, um, which I mean technically has already been picked, but you'll you'll see more what I mean when it actually comes out. Um, so yeah, I, I would imagine that sort of due diligence would have been done. However, this is WWE, and there is every chance. Like for me, the 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 key this to me is that why I, I part of me thinks it was done on purpose is because they've already got someone on the show with the surname Starks, right? And WWE have a history of not liking. You know, Adam Cole was going to go to the main roster, and they were like, "Well, we can't have the surname Cole because we've got Michael Cole." And that will cause some form of confusion. So we're going to, we'll have to change Adam Cole's name on the main roster. So Which is weird because they got two Aaliyahs right now on their roster. They got Aaliyah, um, the Aaliyah we know, and they've added another Aaliyah. The only reason I know this is because I was on WB.com on their Superstars page. And I saw this and they're just spelled differently. And I don't know who the what? other Aaliyah is. But Who's the other yeah, one? there's two Aaliyahs. They're yeah. just spelled differently. There's one that's uh, Aaliyah, the one I just did the interview with, uh, who has the fastest record. That Aaliyah, the one we all know. And then there's Aaliyah that's spelled A-L-E-A-H. And then there's Aaliyah Mysterio. She's not on the roster page. <laughs> she's, still, she's still somebody to think of. So there's three Aaliyahs. Uh, okay. Are there, oh, is it Aaliyah James? Is she NXT UK? She is an NXT UK girl. Yeah, she's an NXT. I haven't watched NXT UK. Well, that in fairness, no one watches NXT UK. Like I, I don't even think the people who are on NXT UK watch NXT UK. Um, So yeah, I I could, I could see why that one got passed. On the Gunther thing, I said at the top of this show, I don't think it's as bad as people are making it out to be, right? And people got, you know, they were like, oh my god, they named him after Nazi. First off, they haven't now. They've just called him Gunther, right? If they'd called him Gunther Stark, 100% I can see that That's because they got caught. Well, that's because they got caught. Absolutely. And they've now they've now abandoned the trademark, right? And if they'd have gone ahead with the Gunther Stark thing, I'd have been like, 100p. Like, I think we should be outraged by this. But, like, are we mad that WWE changed a name? This is what they do. They've always done this. Like, they did yes, it with Doodrop just Nazi recently. Name, Luke, a Nazi but name. It's not, but it's not a Nazi name now. Like, like, like them just changing a name, they always but change names. But it's too names. late now but, like, because I everybody know, but, knows it was ah. meant to be a Nazi name. Well, not meant to be a Nazi name, but it, 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 instead of Gunther, they could have gone with, I don't know, something else. I can't think of a name. Yeah, well, well, they have to go with a German-sounding name, like because he's Austrian. Okay, and I guess in WWE you're telling size, me you can't enough. go on babynames.com and search <laughs> German baby boy names? Uh, <laughs> They're I mean, out there. It... It's a simple Google search. Go to germanboynames.com. <laughs> Come on. 
It's, and like, look, you just had a baby. You're telling me you didn't go on these websites and check for some names. I, I, I don't know where did I go on a website to find a name? I, I, had, anything. I, I had a list of names like off the top of my head that I thought, well, those are nice names. And I wrote those down. I may have gone onto a website where I'd be like, what are the top 10 names? I can avoid all top 10 of those because. Yeah, you don't want your kid to be no basic baby. Oh, no, absolutely not. No, also that it just been like, I don't know, someone who's on, you know, TV or something. But like, yeah, for, for me, like the whole idea of just changing someone's name, because that's the people were angry for two reasons. One, it was the Gunther Stark thing. The secondly was just like, well, he's already been on NXT. He's been on Survivor Series. He's like the longest reigning champion as Walter. Why would you change that name? It's like, because that's what WWE do. They cannot trademark the name Walter because it's his name. And they want to be able to trademark that name because in case he goes somewhere else, they don't want him having that association with that name. So they, they have to Walter change their name. last name, Walter, anything. But he's Bob? still got Walter. But he's still got Walter as the first name. If he goes to if he goes to AEW and he just goes back to being Walter, then there's still the connection there. So they change okay, the name then. completely. And according to Sean, like this is on again that fight for Q and A show. Gunther will be on the main roster quote sooner rather than later. I can't imagine he'll have an extended run in NXT 2.0. So if he's main roster bound, they need to give him a new name because they cannot put him on the main roster as Walter because you can't trademark that. But this is the argument that I'm trying to make. There's more names out there. You could go with something else. Like Gunther has already been tainted for the rest of forever, for the rest of his career as Gunther. Everyone is going to know that he was supposed to, he's half named now <laughs> <laughs> by some Nazi. Yeah. I mean, that's the big problem, right? It's like, I, I don't buy the argument. Like, I don't buy the upset that it is he was NXT UK champion for 900 days because A, no one gives a crap. And B, like, because it's the NXT UK championship. It's the most beautiful belt they have and no one cares. Does anyone know who the champion is right now? It's Dragunov. But no one really knows who that is. And, like, it is... It's just changing. Just, like they just changed the name, the, but the fact that it's the Nazi thing—that's where the problem for me lies. Like that is right, where it is course. a bad thing. Yeah. By the way, yeah. did you see Jim Valley's tweet? I did not know. I want to read this to you, and this help. This kind of might help put it in perspective for a couple of people. So, uh, Jim Valley from uh, the Wrestling Observer, he said, uh, "My autoimmune disease used to to be called uh, Wedgner, Wedgner's vasculitis. I may not be saying that right, but he said the name's been changed because Doctor Wagner or Wagner, who discovered it, was a Nazi. You can't even name diseases after Nazis, nor should you. Think Man. about that." He discovered say, the disease, say, or he discovered the uh, the thing, but he was a Nazi, so you know, etc. And you say Dr. Wagner discovered this? I don't know. Wagner. I don't know how to. Sp well, it's spelled differently well, than Wagner. Uh, okay. It's not well, spelled that, like Dr. That, Wagner. That it's spelled that, well, like that was going to be my Wagner. next question. Was, was going to be Wagner. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Wagner. Is he going to get another name change? Well, it's spelled differently. There's a. It's spelled. What did he, he spell it? W. Oh, I left already. It's like <laughs> W E G E N E R. So it's not spelled like Dr. Wagner. That's all right. Well, phew. Another um, Dr. People, w. People in the chat as well being like, I'm making excuses for WWE. I'm not making excuses for WWE. It's just, this is what they do. Like, this is what they have <laughs> always done. That's not making an excuse for WWE. That is, that is not, that is not making excuses. That is, that is a fact. That is a stone cold fact that they change people's okay, names. They so did it with Doodrop not that long ago. And okay, we got let's... used to, and we and 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 we got used to it. No one, no one talks about her being Viper anymore. No one talks about being Piper Devin. Everyone just calls her Dewdrop now because you get used to it. Okay, yeah, but Dewdrop was no Nazi. Anyway, so let's <laughs> talk about this. As far as you know, 
They, did they? Did you do a Google search? I did not do a Google search for Dewdrop the Nazi. Okay. Damn, Luke, I wanted to say something. All right. <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. An honest mm-hmm. to God question. All right. right, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Let's say uh-huh. Luke Owen came up with the name Gunther Starks. Or was it Gunther Stark or Starks? Gunther Stark. Stark. Gunther Stark. Stark. Believe, okay. Yeah. So Gunther Stark, you came up with it and you're like, oh, this is a brilliant name. This is fabulous. You don't, let's just say you didn't research it, all right? You don't know it's a Nazi name. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. And then the masses, the news people, everybody tells you this is a Nazi name. Now, Luke, the businessman, are you mm-hmm. going to stay and continue with the name Gunther or are you going to go with an entirely different name? It depends on how much I've already started to put into the merchandise money. And well, and honestly, really, no, of course you don't. Of course you don't. But you're but a least, billion dollar but, corporation. But, well, actually, because billion dollar corporations make dickhead decisions all the time. Like, you know, what is the cheapest way out of this? They constantly make dickhead choices. You can afford this is just another to dickhead choice. You can afford to change the t-shirt. If you can afford to essentially like you could change the t-shirt. You'd be like, you know what? We ain't calling him Gunther no more. Switch it up. We're calling him Bob. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? If they called him Bob, if they'd have called him Bob, it'd have been the best thing ever. If it had just won, the winner of this match is Bob, I'd have been like, yep, that's cool. You have completely won me over with this. But I'm just trying to say, like, if it were me, and let's say I didn't do the research, and then all of a sudden I got caught putting a Nazi name, I would totally switch it like so oh, fast. Yeah. You'd be like, you'd be basically, you'd be putting out feelings, being like, we never trademarked that name. That was a false report. That's just Sean Rossap making up more. It's fake news. You're just making up stuff. It's dirt sheet writers. They're parasites, people. Yeah, I would go. I would take that angle just to save my butt. The other right, argument as well. Do you, know, here. The, uh, do you know what? Again, I'm gonna. I'm putting this out there. There is every chance that they knew. I think there is every chance that they knew that it was a Nazi name and it was done on purpose. And I would not too. and I would not be surprised. But here's the other thing. Okay, let's say like, okay, they know, right? It's a Nazi name, okay? But then you know people are going to Google. Like there's a bunch of and, people out there and they well, want information. Yeah, like I WWE are basic people. Like Bruce Pritchard is possibly the worst wrestling promoter or at least he's certainly the worst wrestling creative mind in this industry currently tempest made the argument that he thinks he might be worse than vince russo and i'm starting to get on board with that idea really i mean he hasn't tanked multiple companies but you know he's not good and i would wager he was like this will get this will get him heat we've given him a nazi's name because people will google it the fan out a nazi name and that'll be it and that'll that'll get him heat brother like if you went to NXT, you'd be a schoolgirl. I <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't because I because they don't infantilize men. So I would. Okay, I would get so what away would you this. be? What would be your basic one hundred and one gimmick? I, I guess. Well, I'm British. They'd probably give me some fish and chips gimmick or something. You know, <laughs> some some like tea drinking social, like you know, uh, a high you class be guy. Like, oh yes, the Queen wants me to thrive, <laughs> and the Queen wants me to go for the NXT Championship. If you do not obey the Queen. <laughs> Be with your head. Did she say off with your head? Yeah, off with your head. Well, I mean, I, I don't think the queen has said off with oh. your head for about 2,000 years. But, you know. <laughs> Sorry. My knowledge of the queen is very, very minimal. The, the, the only thing I know about the royals is what Kate Middleton decides to wear. And that's my extent <laughs> of knowledge of the royals. Sorry, Luke. Uh, 
That's quite all right. I'm just going to have this last point here from Mod Mother, which is just like, let's all remember, Google is the reason why China can't go into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Dan has said I would be Zach Gibson's cousin. I could, I would only be so lucky. Uh, oh my Luke would god, Dan's lackey. Um... <laughs> Dead. Dead. You'd come out in like some. You'd be, or you would so be like Mr. Crown Jewel, or like, uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm mm. trying to think of everything I know about like London and stuff. And as, uh, as Matt's pointed out, it's more close to 500 years uh, that the Queen has set off with her head because uh, where do men go to get their water? From the well, actually. Let's uh, get those guys into... again, those little red guys with the little black, black hats. Oh, no, because I, I called them beefy as once in a video, and apparently that's not what they're called. And what I essentially got them confused with was the mascot for the uh, food chain Beef Eater, where they had one of them, and he was called Beefy. And I thought he was a beef eater, but apparently they're not called beef eaters, and I actually don't know. Oh, okay. Well, if you don't know, then I don't know either. All right. Well, maybe they'd have you be one of those guys. You know what? You don't really need to know either. There's, it, 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 don't really. Do, I don't know. Did I ever I send you a picture I took with one of those? Uh, no, I don't think you did. Oh, I'm going to look for it. I'm going to send it to you. All right, well, we have got a bunch of Ultra Chats to get into. So thank you all so much for joining in the conversation. WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Ding, ding, ding. This is your final chance. Nate S said, I can't help but think that if Ali hadn't posted his videos, this is the promo video, uh, that WWE would have granted his release. The only explanation I can think of why they wouldn't is that macho mentality, the WWE can't look weak and let talent dictate what they can do. It's just vindictive. It's the equivalent of WWE saying, you can't quit, you're fired. They have to show they are the ones in control. Yeah, that's what I thought right away too. Like, mm -hmm. you don't want to let everybody know that they can just walk all over you. <laughs> I don't know. Um... Someone said that it's a uh, for Luke English bald thug uh, with cricket gear and a white and a bat. That'd be a problem because I Wait, don't know. Say it again. What would your gear be? Uh, so it would be uh, for Luke uh, English bald, uh, a bald thug uh, in cricket white gear with a bat. The problem is there is I have no blues clue about cricket either. So I would really struggle. Oh, well, you'd have to learn, buddy. You'd have to learn. God. Oh, no, I, no, I like this, Christopher. Big. You'd be Big Ben. I'd you be, would Big so ben. be Big Ben. I mean, I'm not that tall, though. I'm only five foot ten. Unless it was an ironic thing. Manipulate the camera. We'd shoot you <laughs> yeah. from a low angle. Big Ben's coming through. I'd be like, ooh, Big Ben. <laughs> Big it's Ben's like, coming in. Or you'd have... The name of, it's actually the name of the bell, not the clock. Oh, yeah. I, they My tour guide told me that. <laughs> or you'd be like, I have the eye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to think of, like, everything that I know <laughs> What time is it? It's Big Ben time. Uh, oh my God, stop it. That would so be your catchphrase. That would be so, and you'd have secret meetings with the queen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, with the rest of the queen's guard. Ten Rosa, yeah. hey guys, Ali needs to go. It's a weird feeling when you're excited for the quarterly call to see if more people will be freed afterwards. Hope Bala, Ali, Ricochet are freed from this terrible company. Who would you like to see free that you know will be okay afterwards? Now, I know you uh, you go to bat with this. Like, obviously, no one likes to see anyone lose their job. Uh, yeah. So ignore, ignoring that aspect of it, don't wish anyone to lose their job. 
And the other side of it, knowing they, they would be instantly employed by someone else. I know you've gone for bat for Finn Balor a lot. You have ranted about the, the lack of Finn Balor use on Raw uh, over the last few weeks and months on, on the Raw show on Fightful. I noticed it like from the first moment that they, I mean, from the first moment that they had Roman, they had him loose to Roman Reigns with that rope thing. That's it. I knew it was all downhill from there. Did they ever explain that? No. Yeah, huh? it was God. It was God, wasn't it? Didn't God interfere? God? I thought that was just yeah, a joke. No, I thought I thought that was all Roman's thing. It was like someone was looking down on me and like, you know, divine intervention caused the rope to break. Bro, I think God's got better things than to cost Finn Balor the freaking match against Roman Reigns. <laughs> just like, oh man, I could do all of this stuff over here, but however, my tribal chief yeah. needs to retain the Universal Championship. There's against like the this demon. killer virus going around. Screw that! I'm gonna go cost. I'm gonna go cost the demon his title match. Uh, Dan God of Thunder said, uh, "Here's the explanation for why Mr. Farley hasn't been released. Spite." Also, Luke, Adam posted the thumbnail for the next Clock Tower game, and I fell out of my chair laughing. Preemptive spoilers, it's going to be good. Dan, God of Thunder, let me tell you, it is a blast. It was a really fun and stressful game of Blood on the Clock Tower. So, I had so much fun doing it, but it was stressful. Oh, it was so good. I cannot wait for people to see it tomorrow. I'm so glad that Adam's released that. Um, Danny G said, seriously, how long can this contract even be legal? WWE can release times with years left at the drop of a hat. Do they even get redundancy or anything? Yet they are locked in unless granted permission. Completely one-sided. Also, his name was Robert Paulson. Yes, RIP Meatloaf. Um, well, I mean, a lot of people. This has actually been sort of an ongoing conversation for many, many years as to how the independent contractor thing really works in WWE. Raven has been very vocal about this for you know years and years and years and years and years at this point. The whole unionization argument is based around the the how independent contractors in WWE are not independent contractors. They're employees. They're just not given the same benefits as employees because they're independent contractors. Yeah. So as an independent contractor, I, I don't know what your status is, Luke, but I have no contracts with anybody except one place. I have an independent con independent contract. Well, I forgot. I have a, I have that. I'm an independent contractor for 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 uh, one company. Right. And my contract is like, what, three years. Right. Like, OK, three years. This is going to be the pay rate that we're going to pay you for these three years. This is what you have to bring. You know, this is your duties, your responsibilities. Right. And it, obviously they can terminate it whenever they want. But guess what? I can too. I can be like, you know what? In two weeks, I'm out. Peace. Uh, and that's it. It's over. It goes both ends. Like we both have the, the, the employer and myself have the option of ending that whenever we want. And then on top of that, they're not saying, hey, Denise, you can't go work for Wrestle Talk because you are our independent contractor. No, that's not how it works. I get to work everywhere I want, make money wherever the hell I please, and they can't do anything. As long as I'm doing my responsibilities with that company, it's all good and dandy. And that, yep. my friend, is an independent contractor. Okay, yeah. contract <laughs> absolutely like, oh, that that is what a legit independent contractor should be like i am i am employed by uh wrestle talk i am employed which means i get i get employee benefits i get health care i get dental i, I get, get uh i get 
<laughs> I get allocated holidays and, the, and things like that, which is the benefit of being an employee. And as such, I'm not allowed to go and do work for other people. Like, you know, you know, I do, we do stuff with Fightful, but that's because that's part of my contract is just that we, hey, we, we, we like to do cross promotion and stuff. We like doing collaborate, collaborations because that's part of the YouTube gig and that's fun and we enjoy doing it. But I couldn't then go and like get another full-time job like working right. somewhere else because I've got an I've got an employee contract over here. Um so yeah, like it, like that is what which is what it WWE is. WWE they re, they are employees. They are not independent contractors, but they get around it. It's terrible. Anyway, uh Chris Lenny says, "Hey team Nick, nice to see you back together again. Uh my weekly Alexa message is that she now Chris this is once again you saying that Alexa Bliss is getting flack from fans, but I ain't seeing it, dudes. You need to uh, remove yourself did, from where you're. Well, I think she did get some flack on Twitter recently. For what? For a tweet she posted. Okay, maybe I, did, like, well, I, 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 I think she did like a sarcastic tweet, but I, I think it was sarcastic. I read it as sarcastic, <laughs> but I think a lot of people kind of took offense to it. Uh, you know, it's Twitter. Uh, she got flack for asking the fans to see how it goes. Um, yeah, and that's she knows what what's coming in these segments are pre-taped and she's not got pink hair in them like she has. I understand the reluctancy to trust the company, but I trust her to know where she is going and she can turn this around. It's my birthday today. Hope everyone could be kinder to her and each other. Jam that jam. Um, who's Denise loyal to? Team De uh, Team Danuk or Team Panice? Um, I'm not going to ask you where your loyalty lays between me and, and Pete. That seems unfair. Um, well, it's definitely I, to myself. My loyalty is to myself. One hundred percent, it should be. Uh, yeah, like I, I, I buy into, like I buy into the whole let it play out thing. Like I, I get it, and I know that some people are arguing this, but also, you know, Hurricane Helms tweeted that we should let the carry across thing play out, and well, you know, look what happened there. Like, you know, it, it is her job to be like, let's give this thing a go. For my money, like I, I said this on the Raw review. I think that Alexa Bliss will come back as Little Miss Bliss or whatever the gimmick is, but the demon side of her will be essentially the new version of Demon Balor. And it will just be something that gets brought out for pay-per-view extravaganzas, premium live events, you know, three times a year, maybe, maybe even once a year. Yeah, well, hopefully God doesn't interfere on her matches. Tenraza, <laughs> uh, also the Alexa Bliss stuff is bollocks. Tenraza said, uh, I hope no one feels uh, sorry for Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn if they get released. They knew what kind of company WWE is. I have no sympathy for those who sign or re-sign with them. Hope the money is good. Also, Luke, Raven on NWA. Enjoy, man. Like, I made the joke last year that the only good thing that NWA did last year was Empower. Um, this year, they've already done one better because they got Raven involved. Um, I don't think you anyone feels sorry involved for. I haven't seen that. Sorry, yeah, I don't follow like, NWA news. I don't, well, I mean, again, I don't think anyone does really. I think it's, it's Billy Corgan and whoever is watching NWA, uh, like it, it, other people who are following it. Like, and, and when I say the people who are watching it, the people who are backstage watching the show be tapes. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone is is. I don't think I don't. Uh, begrudge Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn re-signing with WWE. They got a really good deal out of it. They got great money deals out of it, and they're probably going to be very comfortable there. And yes, you know, you by looking, they, know they, how they, they're, they're doing physically. They, and, yeah, they might be creatively satisfied as well. Um, I think also the physical said, thing is something you can't ignore too. You, yeah. I don't think that you know we don't know what their you know physicality is. I don't know. Uh, Tenra's also said, last one, Hunter, please leave and buy Ring of Honor. Guys, Pritchard needs to go. He is the Russo of this era. F this company. Denise, are you conflicted doing things with this company going forward? I'd do more for Impact than AEW if it was me. Love you guys. Well, technically, 
Oh, there's a lot to this. There's a, it's more complicated than people think. First of all, I try to do AEW stuff, but AEW's like, nah, not today, bud. So I'm like, all right, fine, not today, peace. <laughs> um, Impact, I do a lot of stuff with Impact. Yeah, do a lot of interviews with Impact. They're out there. They're there. Um, and with the WWE stuff, I love doing interviews with WWE. So they go out there. Love doing my interviews there. So those go up as well. And you so no, I did them. not feel conflicted. Yeah. Uh, J.S. Wooten. Uh, one Ali, according to SRS, much like Brody Lee, asked in private, then asked publicly out of desperation. Ali will get cut, probably in the quarterly two cuts, uh, because WWE are flipping petty. Uh, they'll cut Balor and Gunther too. I don't see them cutting Gunther. I also don't see them cutting Balor. I mean, maybe they will. Maybe he'll be part of the next round of cuts. Who knows? We'll, we'll find Wait, out. Cutting Gunther? Yeah, well, that's what J.S. Wooten thinks, but I don't think they will. Not that they've now given it his new name. Apparently well, he's in for the main roster. I don't know. Never mind. I don't even want to. Well, actually, do you know what? I, no, I, I take that back because he will head to the main roster. He'll get his three-week push, and then we'll see where we are with Gunther and WWE. What do you mean? Like, well, you know, like you, it could be like they, you know, Keith Lee got his three-week push, didn't get over, part of the cuts. Karen Cross got his three-week push, didn't get over, part of the cuts. Gunther goes up and he gets his three-week push, and he doesn't get over. He can just put him part of the cuts. Like if he's the not, man's he's not gonna a, throw one chop, Luke, and he's gonna get over. Well, that's what I'd hope. But you know what? I thought the same thing of Keith Lee. I was like, there is no way in hell that Keith Lee cannot get over on the main roster. And, you know, they and they called him Bearcat and they made him raw. So, like, you know, it's, everything can happen. Anything can happen. Um, Eternal Blue has been a member for eight months. It said three quarters of a year watching WWE through your videos by osmosis and paying you for it. Is this what an abusive relationship is like? Um, Dylan Haggett said nothing will change with WWE's independent contractor status unless someone in the US government challenges them. Yeah, 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 Andrew. Come on, mate. Bro, uh, he's just like, he didn't even do nothing. He did this I whole, know. like, I'm gonna I, stand whole, up for this. You remember that? Like, this everyone was like, oh, the second, the second it goes it, the second he goes into power, we're gonna take them, we're gonna sort this out. BS, man. We got nothing fooled happened. by politicians. <laughs> That, when I didn't buy any of it, first of all. Like, when I saw that stuff, I was like, yeah, that's nice enough. But are you really going to do anything about it? And if so, what can even be done? Like, let's get some more information here. I knew people that were like, yeah, I'm totally for this. And they're like, I'm supporting him. Then he just, I didn't hear or see anything from him again. Ah, man, yeah, do you know what? How Redbeard in Bluegrass has got an excellent point here. That assumes that Vince lets him chop people and not just lumber around and push them over and, you know, kill people with a tree slam. That is an excellent point. That is such a great point I hadn't even thought about. Great, I'm depressed now, thanks. Because <laughs> <laughs> that would be the most WWE thing, right? To take Walter up to the main roster and then not let him be Walter. And just take away everything that made Walter special. You're amazing, Gunther. We love you. We adore you. No chops. Yeah, exactly. Don't be doing shops. I mean, anything that makes Walter Walter. Uh, legit Underboss said, Ali should publicly ask again during the next budget cuts. Also, Stephen Larson still watch NXT UK on Twitch. Maybe you should pop over there next week. I mean, look, I love Stephen Larson. I love the Church of Lovely Friendos. I'm a member of the Church of Lovely Friendos. I ain't watching NXT UK. It is a boring ass show. I ain't got time and for it. And isn't it meant for you, technically? It, it was made specifically for me, but it was made out of, uh, you know, you want to talk about WWE spite? It was made out of spite. It exists because WWE were afraid of competition and that competition doesn't exist anymore. So now so they don't care. 
so they don't care about it. Um, Laxim's nearest home hand B. I always get it wrong. I don't see them cutting Gunther. Well, we thought the same about Strowman and Wyatt amongst a lot of people. Got a point. Uh, he also adds, internally unhappy with NXT 2.0. Why? Not edgy enough? Not enough colors? More than 25% of the show is still wrestling? Well, too bad. No William Regal. Still kind of annoys me a wee bit. So bring out on TV to do the You're the Authority segments. Oh, man. Could you imagine Vince and Pritchard going out there to be like, You're the Authority now. I was going to say, I don't think Vince would waste his time appearing on NXT. But then I'm like, while well, he's doing those segments with Austin Theory, so it's not like that's so important. Uh, Keith Lloyd said, Are Melter and Alpha's losing it? They liked NXT this week and were both down on Dynamite. Dynamite ended up doing great and NXT did worse than ever. A lot of people were down on Dynamite. Were a lot of people down on Dynamite this week? I thought it was a great show. Jam that jam. I miss Team Panice. Like, Melter and Alpha's aren't losing it. They, wow. you know, they've got different Team Panice is more over than Team Danuk. Oh, uh, there was someone who I saw someone in the chat said that we were the third best option out of Team Dan, Team Panice, and Team Danuk. That's just sad. Well, you know. Oh, hey, look, it that's... seems like you're the problem. You got to go. <laughs> 100% I'm the problem here. You know what? Like, that's people are finding. People are always entitled to their opinion. That's okay. Yeah. I loved, I love the show. I love the shows you do with Adam. I love the show you did with Pete last week. It's because you're a great talent, Denise. You're lovely to have around. Uh, Jonathan Hedman's been a member for six months. Um, oh, yeah, I mean, and by the way, I don't think Meltzer Alvarez is losing it. It's just, it's different tastes, different tastes. Um, Jonathan Hedman, member for six months, said, Luke is right. It sucks, but you could connect the dots to make any narrative you want. If WWE, uh, it's WWE, they could change it to Fred next week or Johan. They absolutely could just change the name again next week and they would just pretend it never happened. Rewrite history. Uh, Dylan Haggett said NXT surprise entrance in the Rumble predictions. Braun Breaker, I think, will be in the Rumble. Gunther. No, oh, yeah. I mean, Gunther's a great shout. Yeah. I think Braun Breaker, Gunther, Carmelo Hayes is probably another good shout. Um, I could see them doing Wendy Chu because. Yeah, especially for the women. Yeah. Right for the women's rumble. Also, I think it's I think it's rad. I love I, I think it's a really great gimmick. And I I I popped when 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 she did the spot in the match, I popped. Worked it worked on me. Um yeah, and uh, Raquel the Gonz- Wendy Raquel- gimmick next week's show. And uh Raquel Gonzalez, I think is probably a probably a lock for the yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Rumble. Um, Ted Russa said, sorry guys, I had a lot to say today. You've struck a chord. Sorry is the most uh, most tone-deaf gimmick of 2022. Being a fan of Japan and having been there, it is wrong that they go to these cliches. Japan's culture is so deep. Anime schoolgirls isn't everything. Ain't that the darn truth? Yeah. yeah I, 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 I there's something I interesting about that, but I can't talk mm-hmm. about it on the air. I'll talk about it off of the air with you. Mm, okay. Something that I didn't know that I found out after this. So I'm like, hmm. Hmm. Okay, well, I'm intrigued. Uh, Nate S said, "Luke, I saw you talk about Nightmare Alley on the Cinewell show. Saw it last month, and it's absolutely incredible. The entire cast knock it out of the park, and it's easily Bradley Cooper's best performance. I really should be nominated for Best Picture. Cannot wait to see it. Really, really excited to watch that." Uh, and Digger uh, Dylan Haggett lastly said, "Any Rumble matches you rewatch every year?" And considering WWE released Bray Wyatt and Braun Strowman, there's pretty much no one that is safe from being cut, with very few exceptions. Denise, is there any Rumbles that you watch every year to get you prepped? Nope. <laughs> no, not a single one. I see I a just lot of people go right into the show. I see a lot of people who do like Rumble rewatches. Um, I did a couple I- years ago, but I haven't recently. Like, I just have too much to watch. I don't have the time. Yeah, I, I um, I, I've watched a couple. Like I wish to go by. There's no like harder now with the peacock. 
I gotta oh, be yeah, like season right. one, the- season two. My life changed ever since we got the peacock. Yeah, no, we still got the proper network, so it's actually quite easy for me to go through and select them. But there's no like one I watch every year because man, you get, I, I would imagine you get pretty tired of it. But if I had to pick one, it'd be the 2001 Rumble, which is the greatest Rumble of all time. My favorite Rumble is complicated, so I rather not talk about it. <laughs> is it the 2004 Rumble? Yeah, I thought it might be. <laughs> Depressing. Well, what can you do? Absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't I've uploaded a few rumbles to YouTube, Denise, if that makes your life any easier. Who? Uh, apparently, WWE have uploaded a few like full rumbles to YouTube. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to do it for this edition of the Wrestle Talk podcast. Denise Salcedo, I saw you scribbling something down. What would you like to plug? My Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Uh, what do you got coming up on Instant Culture? Actually, up right now, just went live. I have a brand new interview with Kylan King. Check that out. That's a really fun one. A 45-minute conversation where she really talks about like the sacrifices and everything that she had to do, how she was on the verge of homelessness. Homelessness. <laughs> homelessness. I can't say the word. But um, she uh, talks about that, which is like a very serious thing, obviously. So we go into that. A really good interview. I have an unboxing video for the All Elite Crate, which was really fun. On top of that, I got interviews with Leo Rush, Diana Perrazzo. Those are there too. Sean and I did like a 2022 bingo game of wrestling. What crazy things are going to happen in wrestling? YouTube.com slash today's Salcedo. Fabulous. How was the interview with Aaliyah? Oh, yeah. My interview with Aaliyah went up yesterday, the, the <laughs> day before yesterday or the day after before that. Uh, really good, actually. Uh, I think that, you know, she's had a long journey. And so we really talked about that and kind of went into like the details of that and, you know, kind of basically like being kind of like not stuck in the same place, but you know, in the same place for so many years when you're seeing so many people go up and do different things. So we kind of touch on that as well. And, and you know what she's doing on the main roster now, et cetera, et cetera. So that's pretty cool too. Um, fun interview. I think if you don't know much about Aaliyah, I feel like you'll learn a lot in this like 15, like less than 20 minute interview. It's like 15 minutes and you learn so much. Um, so that's probably one to check out as well. And then I got more stuff coming up in the works. So uh, please go ahead and follow me. And as she puts there, underscore Denise Salcedo, Twitter big. What are your plans for this weekend, Denise? Um, oh, wow. Actually, well, we have the GCW show on Sunday, so that'll be okay. fun. Are you are you working the GCW show? Um, no, well, I'm not going to be at the GCW show, but I am going to be reviewing it for F4W online, so I think it'll be a good uh, little review oh, there. Man, um, what a show. What a lineup as well. Right? Like, it's really, really good. Yeah, they really stacked it up. Like, I had been debating if I was going to do a show or not, and then the week came around, and I was like, I should do a show for it. So um, that's what I'm going to be doing this weekend. Saturday, I'll probably have the day off, or I'll probably do you know, a couple of things. We don't know. I don't know yet. Um, but that's pretty much the weekend. It's on, is it on Sunday, the GCW show? Yeah, it's on Sunday. I may do a show on Monday. Like, I'm just thinking about it. Like, I think if it is as big and newsworthy as I think it probably is going to be, like, I'm tempted to do to, to a show or at least, like, suggest doing a show because I'm you SP3. Well, SP3 from True Hill Heat's going to see it live because, like, it's in there New York. You go. Right? So I think, like, maybe getting him on and he can give from a live perspective, I think it'd be, yeah, I, 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 okay, it's potential that we may do the GCW show because there I, I, I want to do, I want to try and do some more GCW stuff this year because 
I think I just think they're rad. Um, so yeah, what are my plans this weekend? Uh, I we are doing a very big weekend. We're going to my in-laws this weekend, oh. which means it's the first time that we're taking the kid out the house and staying somewhere overnight. Oh, to... really? Yeah, well, because we're going away in February. Last week of February, we're going away for a week. And I need to see if the kid can sleep elsewhere. So we've got like a travel yeah. cot for her and see what, what she's like sleeping in the travel carts. And that is that, that, so Saturday is the test to see if she sleep, how she sleeps in the travel cart. Where are you going in February? We're going to a place called the Kilda Forest, which is a like it's a dark sky resort. So it's like there's like no light pollution or anything like that. It's like a really good place to go for stargazing and things like that, which my oh, uh, my so father nice. my father in law is really into. So we're going up there. Um, me, my wife, the kid, my in laws, my sister in law, and her boyfriend. Uh, we're going to go up, and it's good. We're going to have a, a nice. We're going to be there for five days, and we're really excited about it. Oh, that sounds really nice. I'm jealous. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty stoked for it. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all I've got planned for this week. That's not bad. I'm excited to see uh, how the baby does when they when you know going up there and sleep. What does it just say that you bought her sleep? What? It, it, it's it's a travel cot. So oh, it's, you know, okay. Something like for her to sleep in. So like we had we've had a mare of a week with her, like not sleeping whatsoever, or like she was sleep for like two hours and, and something like that. Denise, kids are weird, right? So. Like last night, we were about to come up at nine o'clock to do our bath time routine where we put her, we give her a bath and then we take her in, we give, read her a story, she has a feed, we put her down to sleep. We do this every single day to try and get used to the routine. We didn't do bath time yesterday because at nine o'clock, she just burst into tears and like really? started like screaming, scream, crying, couldn't be settled, wouldn't feed. She just would not be settled. I tried to change her, did all of that. She was just screaming the walls down. And after about 45 minutes, she stopped, she settled herself, she looked up at my wife and gave her the biggest smile. Aww. And, it was, and then it was the happiest baby you've ever met. We gave her a feed, we took her to bed, she slept for five hours. Maybe she was putting putting mom and dad to the test, seeing if <laughs> I really love her. She's like, this is like, you know, I just can't trust this family. I barely know them. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We think it's basically just like she's just going through a growth spurt. And that is like what's keeping her up at night. What age do they start getting teeth? Oh, I don't know, but I think it's soon because, oh, like, in, in like start teething soon. Well, yeah, I mean, in like at six ish months, you got you start like you know moving her onto solids and things mm -hmm. like that, which is well, once you get the teeth and things like that. But we're gonna we've got this book about like introducing veg into kids' lives at an early stage so that they don't grow up and then be like veggies. Veggies are gross because they don't taste sweet. Because what yeah. you end up doing is you give them like packet food and stuff. They they just place with sugar and they get you that eat a lot of sugar. And they're like, oh, that's what vegetables taste like. They're sweet. But if you get an actual carrot, they're like, that's gross. It doesn't taste of sugar. So we've got this thing about how like to give them carrots early, give them courgette early and this and the other, like pureeing it. So that'll be fun. That'll be a nice fun experiment. I'm sure it will go terrible. It's going to be a dad week. I love it. You should oh, yeah. like it. I I think we're going in with the best of intentions. It may go yeah. completely nipples north, but I am going in with the best of intentions. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm excited for you guys. <laughs> this is what it's like to be, you know, first time parents. You live and you learn. Exactly. How was your weekend away? 
Um, I was trying to think. Oh, it was pretty good, actually. Um, the only thing that sucked was that we kind of went up to like the mountain areas. So the Wi-Fi was like really bad, which I wasn't necessarily a fan of. Neither was my fiance, because you know, we're like, you know, we're city folk. We love to have our Wi-Fi. We got high speed internet, you know, like we can't go someplace <laughs> and not have high speed internet. And so we went some, we were uh, like, we we went and we did like, you know, we were at the lake. Then we went to this like little park and we did like axe throwing and all these little activities, ice skating, rock climbing, etc. It was just really fun. We had dinner and then we went back home and we we're like, oh, let's watch some full house. All right, great. But every like five minutes, the stream would go down. And so by the we started watching on the TV. It didn't work. Then we went down to the laptop. Then it didn't work. By the end of the night, we were using our data on our phone. And I'm oh. like, ooh, like, I don't want to be mountain people. Like, this ain't going to work. Like, it was a gorgeous view. Like, we had a gorgeous view, right? But the mountain life is not for us, even though I'm an excellent axe thrower. I was about to say, I saw you with your wicked axe throwing skills. This Is yeah. this the new Denise Salcedo now? It is the new Denise Salcedo. And I even have a tip. So, like, you would think, okay, because you have your target, right? It's like this, like, stack of hay that's stuck to the wall. And, like, when you first go in there, you think, okay, I got to throw it hard so that it gets stuck to the hay. But they say if you throw it too hard, it bounces back. So I had tried it a few times, and it was bouncing back, which was terrifying. So I'm like, oh, my God, the axe is going to come straight to my face. It's going to cut up my face. He's going to chop off all my fingers. This is going to be a disaster, right? And so finally, like, I went in there. So I had tried it, like, four or five times, right? And I didn't get it. It kept bouncing back to me. And I had told my fiance, like, you know, shoot a video of me. And I was going to post, like, a failure video. Well, what happened was he messed up. And he didn't record the video from the angle that I wanted him to because he did it by the door. So you couldn't really see anything. There was another area where you can stick the phone in because you could only be in there one person at a time. So he moved the phone. But um, so he he told me like, oh, do it one more time and I'll and I'll do the phone like in another spot. So I was like, all right, fine. So I turned around, I looked at him and I gave him the thumbs up and I was like, you're ready. You're in a good spot. Yes. So I did it softly because I knew that it was going to bounce back. And then before I knew it, it landed and I was like, oh, shoot. So had I not gone back to try it, I would have never gotten it. So I was very happy that I ended up getting it on like my fifth try technically. That's rad, man. I've never done axe throwing, but it looks terrifying. It's not as scary as you would think because I was scared. Like, I was legitimately scared. Like, when my fiance went in and he did it, he threw it. That freaking axe went flying to the roof. It, <laughs> it banged up on the cages and it finally came down. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Now I know why it's only one person per cage because if not, like, that axe will just go everywhere. Um, But it was it was pretty fun. But you do have to throw it. Like, you, you don't want to throw it too fast because then it'll bounce back to you yeah i went on a stag do for a friend of mine we went to a uh, a rifle range and it was like shooting like world war one and world war two rifles and stuff and it was so scary like we were like you know queuing up because there was quite a few of us and there's only four at a time and we had like our air defenders on and man when those things went off i turned to my friend and i was like this is so scary it's so loud yeah. this is terrifying and i was like i was like i don't know what people see the appeal of shooting guns is yeah, I don't either. It's terrifying. I shot a BB gun this weekend, but I didn't really like it. It was kind of boring. And they gave me like glasses. But they kept fogging up, so I couldn't see anything. So it was no fun for me. It's not 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 for me. Not for me, yeah. I don't think. Um, have you got anything uh, coming up this week that you got uh, you got scheduled in? Um, not really. Just pretty much my shows. Same old shows. 
Same, same old, old show, same old Denise. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you so much as always, Denise. I hope you have a lovely thank weekend. You. Enjoy GCW. Thank and uh, we will see you next week, everyone. It'll be Pete and Tempest doing the SmackDown review tomorrow. And then Ollie and I will be back to do the Raw review on Tuesday. Potentially GCW show, but I'm not making any promises. Uh, take care, everyone. I love you. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.